Coach Corey Wayne and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who he basically he's young. He's like in his early 20s and when he first found out about my work, he was thinking his life was over. He had just spent like the week before his girlfriend dumped him unexpectedly and dumped him in a pretty cold-hearted way. He just spent his best weekend ever with her and he was thinking, I really love this girl and care about her and I could totally see myself spending the rest of my life with her. And the very next week, she ditches him for a guy that she'd known a whole week. And on top of that, this guy's in college. He has a couple classes with her and it seems like she's always rubbing this other dude in her newfound happiness in his face. So I've got a quote that I wrote on this topic and then we're going to go through his email. And the quote says, the right people who really love and care about you will always make the mutual effort to be in your life in good times and in bad. Even people who may appear to only be bringing negative or bad things into your life are actually some of your greatest teachers whose real purpose for being in your life is to help you become a better version of yourself. When your life's work and purpose are aligned with your heart's desire and your actions are congruent with making them a reality, The universe will conspire with you to send you exactly what and who you need to manifest your dreams slowly over time. So even really shitty bad things when they happen in life, I've personally learned is that I've always been an optimist and I've learned over the years as well because of that to look for the gift in everything, even the worst things that happen to you. Because everything has a gift. Everything has something that you can learn from, that you can grow from. And just like what Steve Jobs said, it's not until you're older, till years later, when you look back in your life and you see how all the dots just kind of connect perfectly, how all the circumstances, how all the people that came in and out of your life and all those things that at the time were like really horrific or terrible that you had to go through or experience, it's like you realize like, oh, that was exactly perfect. I mean, it's like what I do today. When I was a kid, I was always taking things apart. Whether it was a motor or a remote control plane or a boat or a radio, I was always taking shit apart, trying to see what what it was, how it worked, why it did what it did. And then I went into cons- the construction industry, making got an engineering background, and I got a degree in construction management, learned to build, learned to take things apart, and getting into self-help. And that same mentality of taking things apart and all that training that I had to be able to build things, you know, multi hundred million dollar type buildings and projects, that when I got into helping myself and self help, I took that same kind of analytical mind and approach. And it's like so when I look back and back on my life, it's like, well, of course, I should have become a life coach. It's, but if you had told me what, what I'd be doing today when I was in my twenties, I didn't even know life coaching existed. I, but it's like everything just perfectly lined up and when the time was right, it was just so obvious to me that it's time to move out of the real estate and the mortgage industry into being a full-time life coach. I was following my life path because I always followed what felt right to me and even all those relationships, like all the struggles that I went through in my 20s, all of the rejection, the divorce, all those things that I struggle with. I look at him now and it's like it makes total sense why I had such a difficult time and I went through all that because that's what enables me to read somebody else's email and I know exactly what they're thinking. I know exactly what they're feeling. I know that you know I look at the mistakes even though I, I bust people's balls sometimes 
about the shit that they do because you know they do stupid things. I did all those things. I wrote about them in my book. So I know what somebody, whether it's a guy or a girl, I know what they're going through. I know what they're thinking. I know what they're feeling. And I learned a mindset that helped me get through the most difficult things in life and always keep me focused on where I wanted to be and where I wanted to go and always be moving forward. And whether it was a job that became stagnant, dull or boring or a friendship or a business relationship or a personal relationship or an intimate relationship, when, it didn't, when the internal enthusiasm was gone, I knew it was time to move on and that's always been the consistent in my life. When something no longer feels right, when your internal enthusiasm is gone, you, know, you, need to, you need to make a change. It's like Steve Jobs used to get up every day, he used to look in the mirror and he used to say to himself, if today is going to be my last day on earth, what I want to do now, what I want to do today, what I'm about to do, if today was going to be the last day. And he said when the answer was no, too many days in a row, that he knew he needed to change something in his life. And a lot of people, when they experience those things and they feel those things, they just ignore it and they keep plugging along and they stay in the treadmill because to an undesirable and an unhappy life because they, of what they tell themselves about why they can't have what they want or why having a great life or great relationships or great people in their life is just not in the cards and this is their lot and they're stuck where they are. And they don't do anything to help themselves because their story won't allow them to. People will act consistently with who they view themselves to be, whether that view is accurate or not. So let's go through his email. He says, hey coach, it's not easy sending you a message like this. I didn't stumble onto your work. I searched for you. When I found you a few weeks ago, the last nail was literally being driven into the coffin. I'm 26, 6'3", 205 pounds and in the best shape ever. And there's a lot of old people, older people that are fans of mine listening, thinking this dude's 26 years old and he's thinking like I got clients that are in their 70s and they're still overcoming things and trying to improve the quality of their lives. It's, you're never too old to become the person you were meant to be. And anybody that's older would say, dude, you're still a baby. You don't know what you don't know yet. You haven't even got started, man. You're still a kid in a lot of ways. It's like when I thought about things that I knew when I was 26 compared to like what I know now, it's like Confucius said, real knowledge is to know the extent of one's ignorance. So just imagine where you'll be in 20 years, how much more you'll know in 20 years and how much you'll look back on your 26-year-old self and say, wow, I really didn't know shit. I know I'm a good-looking guy, but I completely lack confidence. What, what is confidence? Confidence is doing what you know how to do and doing it really, really well. And the only way you can become really good at something is time and repetition. So if you have something you're not confident at, you simply need to practice it over and over and over and over and over again until it becomes easy and effortless and you don't have to think about it anymore. I never knew what I wanted to do with my life and it killed me inside that I felt so lost. It wasn't until eight months ago that I finally decided to pursue mechanical and electrical engineering. Awesome. Same type of background that I had. I was dating a girl for two years. She's now 21 and exactly four months ago, she left me. We broke up over the phone, of course. That was nice of her. Looking back, I know why she left, but there really weren't any signs. I know, I'm sure there was. And one day, she was head over heels in love and the next day, poof. Well, obviously it wasn't like that because you just didn't know what to look for at the time. 
I, I hear that so much. Guys are usually most of the time like the last ones to know. It's like they never see it coming. Even though when I talk to guys in these situations, I'll say, well, what were the types of things that she complained about? What did she bitch about the most that you weren't doing or that she felt you weren't doing? And it's usually three, four, five different things and she said them over and over and over and over. And the guys always say, well, I didn't think she was serious. I didn't think she meant it. Else, and then it's when poof, when she's gone, it's like, oh my god, she really was serious about that. Then poof, she's gone and involved with someone else. I know in certain areas I became complacent. She could see I was hurting inside and I expect a lot out of myself. I want to achieve as much as I can in life and the fact is I wasn't doing it. Well, that tells me you're kind of stuck in an instant gratification mode. I mean you're 26 years old and you think all the things that you want and everything that you perceive is missing from your life is going to get there in a matter of months. It may take you a decade or even 20 years to get to where you want to be. That's the reality. So you need to practice infinite patience dude because being successful takes a really fucking long time. Building a really successful company or having a really successful career and becoming really good at it and earning decent money usually takes a minimum, a minimum of a decade. 10 fucking years. From the time I made my first 100 grand and like when I started college I was 18 and by the time I first started making 100,000 a year, it's 10 years later. I was 28 years old. It took me 10 fucking years to get there. It's like if you look at like Steve Jobs biography, Pixar pictures or Apple computer same thing or you look at like Tesla or companies like PayPal. I mean Microsoft. They all – it's like if when you look at the history, there's always like a period of at least 10 years of incubating, growing the company where nobody really hears about it and then all of a sudden it kind of explodes on the scene and people are just like, oh, that guy just was born successful. They don't see all the hard work and all the time and all the repetition that goes into things. And I wasn't where I wanted to be. I was being really hard on myself and I know I'm a great guy but I lost all of my confidence. Well, if you had confidence before but you don't have it now, it's just what's really going on is you're not demonstrating the confidence of the things that you know how to do and you're just in a fearful state. Inaction breeds fear and doubt. Taking action breeds confidence and courage. That's what Dale Carnegie said many, many years ago. I think it was 100 years ago at this point. The week before she rejected me, we literally had one of the best days ever when we went hiking on some canyons. I literally felt like the relationship was getting stronger than it ever was, which is why it was such a horrible shock to me. Well, I found out the next week that she left me for someone she only knew for a week. Ouch. Well, what does that tell you? That tells me that she stayed with you a lot because a lot of women will do that. The, their attraction's dropping and they know at some point they don't want to stay in the relationship but a lot of women will stay until their feelings are completely gone where all the respect is gone, all the affection is gone, the sex ends and then the relationship ends and then a week later they're all over somebody else. You're thinking, what the fuck? She, it's like she doesn't care. It's, it's because she really doesn't care. She stayed with you and you just thought because she was with you that she was into you but if you really looked at things objectively at what she was doing and th- saying – like especially if you look at the attraction level table that's in my book and you see what she was doing and you ask yourself like 
the things that a woman does when her attraction level is in the 9 or 10 range. You think, when was the last time that she did all those things consistently? You'd be like, oh, that was like six months ago or a year ago. But guys equate, oh, the girl gave me her phone number. She must be interested. Well, a lot of times girls just give you the phone number to get rid of you because they don't want to reject you to your face because they don't want to hurt your feelings. Like this girl, she didn't want a confrontation probably because she knew he wouldn't do too well with it. So after a lot of time together, she breaks up with him over the fucking phone. That's real nice. Why would she do that? Because she doesn't care at that point. She'd stay with him long after all the feelings were gone. He just because he had no sensory acuity and he didn't know what to look for, he couldn't tell. And by the time he realized it was over, it was, it was too late at that point. What tops it off is the fact that he lives overseas in Germany. So he's mysterious. Yeah, he's an army boy who was back home for a week and he probably hit on her at work. She's a server. Well, bottom line is all she really did is she kind of kept you on the hook. She misled you. That's what really happened. She misled you thinking that everything's okay while she's looking for the next guy and some women are ruthless like that. Don't take it personally. It's not about you. It's them. It's just the way they are. That's not a nice thing to do. If really, if somebody's unhappy, they should end the relationship. Not string somebody along so they got a warm body to spend time with and have sex with. And then once they find the new person, it's just they go from one to the next. Some people are like that. Why? Because they're selfish and weak, and they're not. They tend to be narcissistic. It's the way they are. It is what it is. Don't take it personally. He says I became severely depressed and it got really bad. I barely passed my classes last semester. She even sat next to me in two of my classes and we still had one month left. I tried to be strong about the whole thing and I never begged or pleaded. However, she felt the need to sit there and rub it in my face every day wearing his dog tags, FaceTiming him right in front of me before class would start and texting him the whole time. Again, you're assuming all of this has anything to do with you. Instead of you focusing on her, you should have been focused on talking to or flirting with some other girls. Or maybe showed up at class right as it began so you can be chatting to women at other parts of your campus, getting some new opportunities. That way you're not sitting there looking at her, texting her new guy. It was instant fucking love for those two apparently. He says, I've dated wonderful great girls before but somehow I convinced myself that I was ready to spend my life with this girl. You saw what you wanted to see. He says, I, lo- I loved her more after eight months than the girl that I dated for four years. And I already felt like I had nothing going for me. And then losing her was it for me. So in other words, your happiness was really dependent upon her being in your life. So in other words, you made this girl the source of your happiness. And the reality is you just weren't happy. That's really a big part of the problem of why she didn't stay with you. It's because you're not a happy guy. So you don't need another girlfriend right now and what you really need to do is focus on making you happy and creating a great life for yourself. The idea is not to find somebody else to complete you kind of like you did in this situation but to find somebody else who's also complete in themselves and doesn't feel they're lacking anything so you can share your completeness together. I was so scared that for a month straight I would wake up thinking that was it. This is the day that I'll eventually completely lose it and kill myself because the pain has become unbearable. Yeah, when your whole identity becomes attached to something like that, I think uh, on some level every guy thinks about those things. Or if you lost your job or you lost your business, it's like 
it's over. It's like the, the condo that I live in. The guy that originally developed it, very successful developer. It, he really did a first-class job in the building. And when, all, when, when the market crashed in 2007, 2008, most of the units were unsold or people that had put deposits down never closed on them. And a guy ended up getting wiped out. And then his his uh, the condo where he lived, I think it was Chicago or somewhere, he fucking did a swan dive off his balcony and committed suicide because he felt like it was over. He'd lived his whole life, many decades of being a very successful multimillionaire, multimillionaire developer, and he he put everything into in not only this project but some of the other projects that he had, and he got fucking totally wiped out. And he felt like it was over. And all he really needed was another idea, another plan. Maybe he had to start all over and start small. I had a friend that was in the development field. He lost everything. Lost all of it. He was worth almost half a billion dollars. Lost everything. It completely wiped out. And he and his wife were on food stamps for a while. Now he's back on his feet and he's doing better again. But it's like those kinds of things, they either break you or they make you. It's like what it doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And the thing we got to look at is when – it's like when stuff like this happens, when you just get your, – your relationship ends, you lose your job or your business whatever, you fall on hard times financially or your best friend doesn't want to be your friend anymore, whatever it happens to be, it's in those moments when you hit rock bottom that you can start to move in a new direction. And Sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes life just has to beat you down so bad that you let go of all this stuff that you're holding on to that no longer serves you. And obviously this relationship wasn't serving you. She wasn't that into you at that point. And the bottom line is you probably weren't a great boyfriend anyways because you weren't happy. You weren't happy with yourself or your life and you didn't feel like your life was on track. And that really needed to be the priority because you can't give away what you don't have for yourself. And if you're not happy by yourself, it's going to be impossible for you to make another person happy. Because love is all about giving. You go to a relationship to give. If you already feel like you're lacking, like you don't have enough, you're not loved, and you don't have anything going for you, then it's going to be very hard for you to give on the level that you need to in order to make that other person feel loved and special and appreciate being with you. If you want other people to appreciate you or a lover to appreciate you, you've got to appreciate yourself first. You've got to see your own value. You've got to believe in your own value. You've got to demonstrate your own value by doing something for a living that makes you feel alive. It really saddens me to ever admit to something like that. It happens to everybody, dude. Everybody's had bad breakups and gotten their heart broken. It's like if you're going to date and you're going to have relationships, you're going to get your heart broken. That's just the way it is. Life isn't all sunshine and roses. She never contacted me, never apologized, nothing. I meant nothing to her at all. At some point you did probably but by the time she ended it, you're right. You didn't mean anything to her. That's why it was so easy for her to move on because she stayed with you until she lined up your replacement. And then she, she found the next guy. She was out of there. You just didn't – you couldn't tell that she hadn't been into you for a long time because she was going through the motions. She was putting on a good act for you and unfortunately, you bought it. He says, guess what in big bowl letters? To top shit off, this kid proposed to her and she accepted. Hey, good for them. She'll probably do the same thing to him eventually if she becomes unhappy. They've been dating not even four months and they've probably only spent three weeks in person together, LOL. 
fucking ridiculous. How the fuck does that even work? When you really truly love somebody, you want them to be happy even if it's not with you. I'm still dying inside, Corey, but Corey, but you have given given me hope. All of my focus is directed on school and finding ways to make money. Well, at the end of the day, making money really is about adding value. Don't focus on making money. Focus on doing something that adds a lot of value, either through a career or some kind of service that you can provide. And when you know what that is and you have a burning desire to do it and you feel like it's what you're put on this earth to do, find somebody or a company that's already doing what you would love to do and is the most successful at it that you could see. And then either go work for them, interview them, talk to them, take them to lunch, model their find out what they're doing and then model their success. Do the same things that they're doing and eventually you'll get the same results. He says eventually the women will come flocking, I hope. They will. Think about it. If you're happy, if you're successful, if you feel like you're making progress, because really in order to feel successful in life, you got to feel like you're making progress. As little as progress as it may be, at least you're making some towards your ultimate big goal. And if you feel like you're making progress, you're going to feel happier. And if you're happier, you're going to eat better quality foods, higher energy type foods, things that tend to be organic, natural type foods. You're going to exercise more. You're going to have healthier type of friends in your life. In other words, you're going to have the kind of people that bring ease and delight and fun and love into your life as opposed to people that are constantly bringing drama problems and trying to tear you down. When, you, when you're happy, when you, when you go out and you just move about the world to do things because they bring a smile to your face, the more you're smiling, the better care you take of yourself and your body, the more you get up every day and you feel like you're actually doing what you're put on this earth to do, you're going to be more attractive because most people in this world are not like that. And that's why guys have become really successful at doing something meaningful with their lives for a living through their life's work. They take better care of themselves. They're happier. They have better quality friends. They have a better quality peer group and they tend to date really high quality lovers as long as they know what they're doing. And obviously my book can fill in that knowledge gap for you. I sat down and I started watching your videos, probably like 80% of them. And he says, yeah, you've got like a thousand videos. Well, actually it's closer to 1800 videos. I then bought your ebook. I'm almost through it for the second time and don't worry, I'm reading this thing for at least 20 times. I wish I could afford an hour of your time. Maybe one day I will be able to do, to pay for some life coaching. I want you to know that I'm not going to roll over and die. Good. You know why? Because the world is a much better place with you in it. Because the fact that you've persevered, you're becoming stronger every day, 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, if you have kids someday, you're going to be able to, inf- to take that and help other people that are in the same kind of situation that you are once in and be able to guide them and coach them and mentor them and help them out of that difficult situation because you have taken the things you've learned from me and you're doing that yourself. You in essence are becoming a leader whether you realize it or not. What does the word lead mean? It means to go first. The next email you get from me will be when I've succeeded because you've helped inspire me to succeed. Well, there's a lot of older people who say, you know what? Every day above ground, that is a successful day. That's something to be grateful for. Each day I try to step forward in a positive direction. There is light at the end of the darkest fucking tunnel I've ever gone through. You saved a life. You know what, dude? I appreciate that sentiment. 
but you saved your own. You made it. You made the conscious choice. It's like I don't know if you ever saw the Matrix movies, but there was a part in the last Matrix movie where Neo's character, uh, Keanu Reeves, his character was fighting with Agent Smith, and you know they were just going at it and just wrecking the city that they were in. It's all these amazing things in this computer-generated reality and just kicking the shit out of each other. And Smith is like, why? Why, Mr. Anderson? Why do you persist? Why do you do it? And he just looked right at him. He says, because I choose to. That was so powerful. It was so, I love those movies. They were really a great metaphor for life. And obviously in the end, Neo destroys Agent, Agent Smith and they finally have peace again and – that's just a great movie, a great metaphor for life. So keep moving forward just simply because you choose to. Because in time, no matter how shitty things are, they will get better. And I know if, if you're in a difficult place right now and you are hurting, it sounds like a cliche. But just focus on asking yourself this one simple question. What do I need to do right now? What must get done today before I go to bed in order to get me to where I want to be at some point in the future? And whatever that is, Make sure you do it. Make sure you take action as much as you can and try to get a little better each day because accomplishing the big goals is just breaking the big goal into into thousands of little daily goals that you can accomplish slowly over time. And 10, 15, 20 years from now, you'll have that great life that you want if you're just starting out. You will get there. But it's going to take time and perseverance and repetition Developing your skills at something you have a passion for, that you believe in, that you have a burning desire to do. And if you would like to get my help personally to help you figure out what your purpose is, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.